0: My name is Katie Griffith and I'm here with My name is Jasmine Darbamula. And we're gonna have a little chat about our background in math and science and how we got interested in personal history and such. So hey. tell me a little bit about yourself, Jasmine. How did you get interested in science and math? Where are you from? Slow down background information.
1: So I'm from Gilroy. Okay. Uh and I got into math and science kind of late in life. When I was growing up, my dad loved math and he was really, he emphasized it a bunch. Okay. And That can kind of turn you off to it sometimes. Right? I, I hated it because <laughs> because on principle, you have to hate what your parents love. Right. Um, at least when you're <laughs> on a teenager. Principle. <laughs> so I hated it for a really long time and I, I even loathed it mm-hmm. until I got into calculus. Yep. And I started to get really, really great teachers and... Just being able to understand it. Was that here in like Cabrio that you
0: first? It was. Yeah, and that's the same thing for me. Like I, I went through, you know, elementary to high school, just kind of floating through, doing whatever, Extra you know, credit. not really knowing and all that, and then getting into the time when I, actually wanted to be in college and just okay, you know what, I want to do calculus and find out what this is all about, and then it was like. <gasps> Everything's
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even decide to do calculus. It was more, Actual. I'm a biology major, <laughs> mm, so I have to okay. do all of it. Cool. And uh, yeah, but I had the, the person, I guess, who started me getting excited about math was Jennifer Cass. She was, she was really great. She was a good teacher. So that that's was great. really cool.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and that's always good to have. I think at the community college level, it's so nice to have more access to your teachers. The classes aren't as big. I mean, they still seem a little overwhelming with, like, 60 people in them. Yeah. But if you go to a four-year university, you know, it's 100 or 200 people. And you essentially having, don't exist. Exactly. Having the access to be able to talk to your professors and know that they're on your team, in a way, kind of makes it more happy. And it, it's more of an experience. Like, I want to learn this. Definitely. Versus I have to learn this. Definitely. So with biology, are you? what are you planning to do?
1: I'm hopefully... You know? gonna get into medical school. Okay. Um, awesome. So I'm a biology major and a math minor. And cool. I honestly picked the math minor because I'm using that kind of ideal that America has that math is really, really hard, mm-hmm. which, which it is. But uh, I'm hoping that, well, a lot of people find math really, really intimidating. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping it makes me look good if I have a math minor, but I also am really interested in the subject. Actually, since getting into linear algebra, too. Okay. It's really interesting. You're in math six now? I am.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> it's really, really interesting.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm going to do math six next semester, so calculus is happening now, and then we'll start getting abstract and weird and interesting. I think... <laughs> For me, what I've kind of discovered, especially with physics as a background and, and even chemistry on the side side, I guess, um, <laughs> the more I learn in math, the more I'm finding out it applies to all those things. It makes those things so much easier to understand. Definitely. When we yeah. understand the symbols that we've made out of nothing, almost, that is math.
1: It, especially it more interesting. in organic chemistry. I remember in the beginning of the class, my professor talked about... El- linear combinations in describing electrons which was really cool I had no idea what that meant before but now Mm -hmm. it actually makes sense awesome so that's really cool
0: I love that feeling when you're in a different class of math than math and something from math is like oh (laughs) that's what this is for
1: real life application yeah
0: but also in such a nice like segue where your teachers don't even know what's happening almost like my math teachers have always been. I hate teaching this application. I hate teaching this application. I hate all throughout all of this. And then I get to physics, and they're like, "I mean, I could show you the math, but technically that's not a prerequisite, so I can't show you." And I'm like, "I already know that math. Hooray!" Yeah. So again, it opens up so many doors that I think people, like you said, people are intimidated by it, but it makes understanding other conceptual stuff a little bit
1: simpler. True. I think. But plus, there's a mindset that really comes with it when you mm. can think about things technically like that, it helps, I guess it helps me organize my thoughts a little bit more. I've gotten much better at that as I've gotten further and further in math.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So where do you plan to go to medical school?
1: I have or no maybe. idea.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> it's one of those, someone take me.
1: <laughs> it's it's going to be, sure. please somebody take me. I don't and think so. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. Cool. That's so great, though. You know, do what you want to do. And so are you planning on doing, do you know any, like, I don't have any future plans, so I'm over here like, do you have any?
1: <laughs> I hope to do humanitarian work. Okay. So when I actually get through medical school, I want to try to do emergency medicine yeah. to get ready for that. I want to just have as much experience and as much knowledge as possible so yeah. I can apply it everywhere. I would really like to open clinics in India, yeah. but that is really, really difficult. But that's
0: far... It's far. But think about like the the place you start, and if you don't dream big, you know you can't go anywhere.
1: Which so you I might as
0: well start on the path.
1: Yeah, but um, I dream explosively big, and I yeah. worry. <laughs> 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 I mean, I guess falling short isn't too bad, but I just
0: especially because you're on the path to go far, anyways. You know, just because your trajectory didn't hit Mars doesn't mean you went nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? So.
1: Or if you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you still land among the stars. Right.
0: That one. There it is. That's a, that's a phrase. <laughs> that's the saying. <laughs>
1: awesome. Um, is there any, like,
0: favorite part of any of the sciences that you've kind of explored doing, obviously you've done a lot of chemistry and math, and now you're in physics and biology too. Is there anything that just, like, stuck out to you as, hey, I want to make this better? Obviously medicine, but...
1: um. Not not necessarily things that I want to make better. There's definitely a lot of the biology teachers will talk about cancer research or yeah. mechanisms in the body that cause cancer or specific mm-hmm. mutations, and that's mm-hmm. always really, really cool. Yeah. But cancer research is less about what I want to do. Totally. Um, I'm le- I le- don't really want to do the research part. Yeah. <laughs> I more just want to, to help boring. people out right. and. You know it'll help get people access to medicine yeah. and treat wounds and things like that totally
0: just on the ground level in a way to help people that you know bring our entire global economy up a notch a way,
1: yeah like. and relieve yeah. a little bit of suffering cause there's mm-hmm. a lot of unnecessary suffering there's a lot of a unnecessary lot. suffering and i feel like there aren't so many people who want to actually go out and do things there are lots of people that will donate money But it's also really hard to get that money to the places where they need to Mm -hmm. go unless you have control over where that money is going. Exactly. If you're delivering it yourself.
0: Well, I have a feeling if you have that, I don't know, in my experience, my limited life experience, there is a gap between those people. But if you are the type of person that is willing to go do the legwork, people will ask you to do it. They'll be like, yes, please take my money to those places. Yes. Because, like, I do want that to happen. But I want to sit here. And if you're willing to be the person that goes, they'll ask you to go. I hope so. I really think so.
1: Woo, I'm on your team.
0: <laughs> um, I think. I mean, we talked about having no female role models <laughs> a little yes. bit. And just that level of, you know, as for me as a woman going into math and stuff, you know, I got to 5C and it suddenly was there's eight, pe- eight girls in this class to like 40 guys yeah and then it was like oh this is the engineering class (laughs) now yeah okay and just kind of that realization of this is how it's going to be for me that's okay that's all right with me i don't feel and i think we're lucky to be in santa cruz and you know california is a little bit more everybody's cool Mm -hmm. but there is definitely a sense of okay this is going to be from now on in stem it's kind of going to be the less people
1: <laughs> find female friends, maybe somewhere else.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's been getting a little better though. I've mm-hmm. always actually every time I've gotten into a math class, even when I wasn't really a biology major, mm-hmm. um, I would always count how many women were in the class, and it has gotten better over nice. the last couple of years. But
0: it's still it's yeah, still imbalanced for sure. Yeah, and it's interesting to see. I think from from me thinking everything's equal for a long time in my life, and kind of coming into adult life and being like, oh, okay, yeah, everything they told me is actually real. All right.
1: Um, uh, you notice little differences. Yeah.
0: And I there's think. it's definitely subtle in our society now, which is, I guess, good.
1: Better subtle than overt, Like,
0: you know, I'm getting a bad grade because I'm a girl kind of thing. And, yeah. And that happened to me in, like, seventh grade.
1: That's terrible. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I went to a private school, so... A different mindset for sure, but you know, getting into adult life and stuff, it's just going to be a little bit more scrappy. You have to I push think.
1: harder, mm-hmm. yeah. And Definitely. I feel that,
0: and it, that doesn't bother me because I like to push harder, and I know that the level that I bring to those classes is going to be enough. But at the same time, I feel bad for like some of the girls in my class that ask questions and stuff. I'm just like, okay, like. How many of the guys in here are afraid to ask those questions and then make fun of those girls for asking them? right. And it's happened, you know, and it's just, it's interesting. I've never
1: thought about it like that.
0: Because, and I mean, there's different roles for everybody. And I think it's interesting to, through this kind of experience and having this sort of dialogue happening where we talk about it, you know, it, it brings these things to light, not to say one group is bad, one group is better, but to just be aware of them. You know? and, yeah, And we can be aware of everybody's strengths and weaknesses and pursuing the best we can all be together. <laughs> yeah, That's how I feel anyway.
1: Because it's also, I feel like the women in science kind of idea, people tend to think about it like uh, women trying to exceed men. Yeah. Which is not necessarily, we just want to be treated equally.
0: Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, I want to do what I want to do. And that's the end of the story, you know? And I don't want to be inhibited on my path to wherever I want to go. And, and we don't I want to end inhibit other people in, either. If I end up ahead of some men and behind some men and alongside some others, cool. I don't care. <laughs> you know, let's just all do what we're going to do our best at. And then we can have a better dynamic, I think. Because the more we yeah. talk to each other, you know, I've learned so much from men. I've learned so much from women. I've learned so much from teachers and students and people. Older than me, people younger than me. You know, we learn by opening ourselves up to new experiences. Right. And if we close off ourselves, we aren't going to learn anything. So,
1: true. True. I think that's all I have. Uh, So are you a physics major?
0: Um, Oh, complicated question. (laughs) Um, I actually don't have a major. My major is general science Mm -hmm. right now. Um, I took... 5 years off from school um and then i came back 2 years ago to rio to just learn i decided that when i was going to college the first two times when i dropped out i dropped out because i i was forcing myself to push for a degree and when i finally came back to go rio i was going super part time just two classes and working full time and just kind of like you know what i want to learn and i don't want to stagnate so let's see where this road takes us. And after two semesters of part-time, I was like, I want to go full-time. I want to just learn a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And now it's sort of a, uh, I have to narrow it down at some point. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm taking all the math that I possibly can, because like I was telling you, I feel like the more math I learn, the more the other subjects feel real to me, um, or at least more dynamic. And so. I've taken a couple of chemistry classes here, and I'm in physics series. I'm probably going to finish I'm gonna finish math first, and then physics, and then chemistry, and then bio.
1: Bio last. I want to do
0: all of it. Yeah. But I think that's the order it should go in, because right. all of those things will pile up, and then I'll be really good at bio.
1: <laughs> Biology is the... Oh, it's my heart throb. Uh, yay! Biology <laughs> is the best.
0: Why? Tell me why.
1: Whenever I'm sitting in a class, in a biology class, especially, I mean, I guess I fell in love with biology when I took evolutionary biology. Cool. Um, when I actually took it in high school, I failed it. Um, but it's, your teacher will bring up a subject or will bring up some sort of evolutionary concept. Or maybe you're just talking about the development of ears and how that's correlated to the development of jaw bones. Cool. And you just sit in class and you think, wow, life is really, really amazing. <laughs> And especially, I'm not religious, Mm -hmm. so I don't believe in any higher power, so it's almost more amazing to me that such a system, everything is so cohesive and everything is so linked and it just kind of happened the way it does.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's, for me, I grew up really religious and kind of totally diverged from it and just accepted that it's all, like you were saying, just sort of this awesome connection that has happened and it's so much more beautiful, I think. Anyways, personal opinion, but.
1: (laughs) I agree, but I've definitely talked to people who have said, oh no, that's so sad.
0: Yeah, but that's, yeah, but that, again, like every, like I said, you only learn from talking to people with different viewpoints. That's true. So we talk to those people and then it's like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, I get to look at my world through my magical lens. And you get to look through yours. Yeah.
1: Well, and also talking to other people about their perspectives, while you can't necessarily apply that perspective, Mm -hmm. the way of thinking or the way they go about coming to their conclusion might be applicable to what you think and might give you more insight. Exactly. Which is interesting.
0: Exactly. And I think that's, again, I think that's how we all get anything done or learned. Oh, yeah. By taking in new perspectives, whether it's from a teacher in a structured class environment or from a life experience environment or from talking to someone yeah
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. good yeah i think so <laughs>